Hi, I'm Mike Palin. And I'm Mary Palin. And we'd like to welcome you to our podcast, which we call... Mondays with Mike and Mary. You know, all weekend long, Mary and I think about our most recent R-squared coaching sessions and select just for you some highlights. Yeah, either a parade of techniques or an ask the experts that we think is going to help you in your business. And these come from the smartest... Most generous. And the best trained agents in North America. Just remember, because what happens on R squared stays, stays on, on R squared, it's confidential. So, so we don't use names. Now, if you'd like to find out how R squared coaching could help you in your business, go to floydwickman.com and you'll find the most affordable and the most effective coaching program on the planet. And now, here's Mondays, Mondays with, with Mike, Mike and, and Mary. Mary. Well, good morning. I just wanted to start with how proud I am of our folks for using technology to help them have more conversations. Yeah. I heard a lot of chatter about GeoSearch this week and about using things like Remind and the RPR Facebook group and predictive analytics on HomeSnap. And they're using technology to have more conversations. And I'm really happy to hear that. They're not just sitting around going, oh, the market's too weird. I just love it. They're working, and it's working. Great things. Do you have a parade of techniques to start? I do, I do, I do. Oh, great. Anyone out there in listening land having trouble with appraisals coming in, right? Hmm. What could we possibly do to help our appraisals come in where we want them? And so I heard this in two different groups um, on our this week's R-squared calls, and this is the most comprehensive list I have ever heard. So, first of all, we have to be careful not to insult the appraiser and indicate that we know our jobs better than they know theirs, you know. So, a package for the appraisal, for the appraiser, left on the kitchen counter with a big note, appraiser, you know, for the appraiser in, uh-huh. inside the envelope. With a liter of bourbon? Uh, I didn't hear that. Okay. Um, so, but here, I'm going to rattle off a list. So if you're not in a place where you can write, listen to it again and write them all down. So first of all, a complete copy of the contract, all of the amendments, all of the pages, because the lender doesn't always send the entire contract with every document to the appraiser. And that might be a factor. Uh, list every multiple offer amount. And this would go on a cover sheet. Later um, on a different um, R-squared call I heard, um, do an Excel spreadsheet of every offer. All the multiple offers, what did they come in at? And this is part of how we prove, well, this is why the seller took this right. offer. It wasn't because it was necessarily even the highest one. A copy of the survey, if you have it. A list of all the improvements, if you have it. Um, I heard on a different call, um, I have started to go through each house 
each room with the seller and make an entire list of improvements that I can then use later when I have to fight for my appraisal amount. Blueprints, if you have it. Put everything in the neighborhood, even if it's not a comp. So a lot of people are using putting together a CMA, or as we wikis know it, a highest price analysis. Right. So of course you would have that, but that would only have similar properties. What this idea was is put everything that's for sale in a neighborhood. So you maybe aren't selling a two-story, but what are the two stories selling for? And anything that applies to the neighborhood. So it might be news, um, a new, um, I, don't, I don't know, school being built, a new road being paved, a new bike path being added, a new community thing, something that would affect the value of the neighborhood, either up or down. What about off-market sales and pocket listings? So um, what what properties do you know about? Isn't this pretty neat? Smart people. Yeah, we got some smart people. So make yourself a list. Go through and start putting that on the kitchen counter. And let's see if we can solve some problems before they occur, as Lloyd Wickman has always taught us to do. And join forces with the appraiser. Yeah. That's very nice. Well... We're competing for listings these days. We you know. are indeed competing for listings. And one way to set yourself apart from the competition is to show how smart you are and offer something that no one else is doing. Right. So here's the idea. All right. I like it. Before you go on a listing presentation, a listing appointment, visit the competing properties that are on the market and that have sold recently and gather up all those business cards from the agents who showed those houses and take pictures of them. Then when you're on your listing presentation, say to the sellers, these are the agents who are currently working with buyers for homes like yours in this area, and they're the first people I will notify when your home comes on the market. Way to differentiate yourself from all the other agents. Ooh, and what if we combine that with that old-fashioned technique of pre-addressing envelopes? Mm -hmm. I'm going to send all of these people the flyer, the information, or I suppose you could do an email list. It would be a little more current, but um, letting them know I'm marketing to these people. I've already got it in the works. Love that. Uh-huh. Cool. All right, I got to ask the experts. Yay. Okay, I'm working really hard for my buyers. But they're getting frustrated, right? Because there's no listing inventory. And I did a really powerful CETO. I felt like I did a great job, but I want to make sure I don't lose a buyer who is, you know, scouring the streets. Um, and in fact, we even have a student that lost two in the last couple of weeks, though she stayed in touch with them, though she's shown them everything that's hit the market. Uh -huh. But, you know, it's hard to hold on to somebody when there's no inventory, even if you're trying hard. So how do I keep them mine? How do I prove to them, show them that I'm working hard for them? So here I'm just going to rattle off the answers. At the CETO, show them the MLS. Don't just talk about what's going on in the MLS, but show them. Put a weekly update onto Facebook. What's the number of listings? How, how measure the listing inventory in your area, and then be kind to yourself because you know we all feel the same way. We're all we're all facing that. I heard this auto drip search. Uh, I heard 
phone call them a couple times a week, once a week. You could use slide dial so you don't have to actually talk to them. You could just say, hey, I just wanted you to know, I'm sorry I missed you. Just wanted you to know I'm scouring the hills for your new listing. Ask them when you're searching, what are you seeing in your search? Uh, would you consider expanding the area? How about this one? Let's talk new construction. Is there an opportunity for you to go out and talk to a potential builder or a landowner and say, I've got four buyers. I can't find them anything. Let's build them something. You know, let's turn this into a development. What about this? The National Association of Realtors um, has a commercial that you, if you haven't seen it, it talks about how realtors' job is to quiet the noise, to be a calming factor in this very difficult market. So if you haven't seen that, get a hold of that commercial. You're a member. You could even get a copy of the link and be able to send that to your buyers. What about your own networking? Are they aware that you are in a class, that you are going to this, that you have a company. Hey, I just wanted you to know I brought up your situation, what you're looking for, to 300 people this morning. Mm. You know, let them know what you're doing. What about your pocket listings? What about your for sale by owners? And then finally, just remind them, have faith. I'm good at this. I've been doing this a long while. And if there's anybody that's going to find you a property the moment it hits the market or before it hits the market... It's me. Working with somebody else isn't going to do it. I'm the one. And you know what I would add? Yes, please Stop add. Stop saying there's no inventory. Stop telling yourself that. Start believing that there is inventory, because there is. There's a lot of people that want to sell. Yeah. So, yeah, let's go find them. And remember those two Irish guys, speaking of St. Patrick's Day? Oh, it's Who were sitting Day. at the bar? Yes. And going back and forth? My mother's name. What a coincidence. Because yes. yeah, my Ask the Experts is about buyers. Okay. Because everybody's talking about them. Yeah. Yeah. And the very interesting thing that came out was, I'm going to market my inventory. Well, what do you mean? You don't have any listings. No, not my inventory of no listings. I'm going to market my buyer inventory. How do I do that? How do I make use of what I've got? Because I've got lots of buyers right now. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you have an inventory. And I'm going to capitalize on it. Now, if I don't want to show them houses myself, I'm going to team up with all the new agents in the office. Yeah, right. Who don't have anything to do. Right. Yeah, because they're not prospecting. No. But they can work with those buyers. But you know what? The, the best idea that came out was there's a lot of people out there who would sell their house if they knew they could sell it without having to be on the market, have to make their home market ready, having to have the sign out front, having to do this, about you know, leave the house, clean the house, yeah, and go COVID through COVID exposure, right? All of that, yeah. So what if you were to market and what to if you them? Had a date that you liked. I can sell your house without you having to be on the market. Mm -hmm. Why do you think Zillow is making cash offers to but to sellers saying? We can sell your house without you having to be on the market because we have the buyers. People are into convenience. Yeah. You know, think about the fast food line and the Starbucks line. Hey, I can't be troubled to make my own coffee at home. I'd have to clean the cup and wash the pot and buy the coffee. So People like convenience. If you don't have the deep financial pockets to go out and make cash for property offers, you do have a buyer inventory 
that you could, it's ready-made for sellers. We could just put a deal together. Oh, that's called making curb offers. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, I do remember it's that. It's so smart. I just yeah. love it. You know, when when you get lemons. Make lemonade. That's what they say. Make, an, make your market. If there's no market out there, go make one. I like it. Yeah. Smart people. I know. Working. We're so lucky. Yeah. So, I, and I love all the technology they're using too. It's great. Predictive analytics. That might be the coming wave. Oh, I think it's already here, darling. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next time on Mondays with Mike, Mike and, and Mary. Mary.